0: Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for She Comes First and Selfless Sex. I am once again your host, Dr. Nick Myers here. Today is September 8th. I'm sitting here on the East Coast. Thank goodness Hurricane Dorian is finally gone and out to sea. Yeah, we were closed on Friday. You know, the agency that I work, we were closed. But, um, man, North Carolina pretty much caught hell, especially if you're down there on the coast. So, my goodness. But um, back to the sex stuff, I guess you could say. Of course, I had a different podcast outlined and everything, but um, for some reason, I started to come across all these articles on on like unhappy marriages and and sexless marriages and sexless relationships. And I was like, what the devil's going on? And they just kind of popped up in my on in, you know, my feed for some reason or whatever reason. And then as I started to go through them, I just started to think back to conversations that I've had with men and women over the past year or so and how many of them are actually in these sexless marriages and sexless relationships. And of course, yeah, the data says it's about like 2% or so. But for some reason, I think that data is really, really low. That number is is low. Um, So, you know what? Let's talk about that today. So for me, I, I had to slow myself way down and actually think about some things, because just last week I did the podcast on on how to eat pussy, how to make her come, and everything else. But what happens if you can't even get to the sex part? What happens? What happens if you can't even touch your lady, or and or your lady doesn't even want you to want you to touch her? You see what I'm saying? Or she doesn't even want to touch you, rather. So how can you even get to look you know to the whole eating pussy part? you're not even touching each other so I had to stop pump my brakes slow everything way down because I really think that people I have a theory that there is a percentage of people out there who are actually going through this but they have no one to talk to about it because no one would even believe that they're going through this situation it's like yeah they probably got married two or three or four years ago and That's when you would think that people are like swinging from the ceilings and everything, you know, but maybe not, maybe not. So of course, I had to cite some other articles, Um, I cited two, I'm going to cite two Huffington Post articles as I go through this um, podcast here. Because for me, this is so outside of my wheelhouse, I kind of had to educate myself. So therefore, as I'm educating myself and asking myself questions, I hope to also educate you and just try to figure out what's going on. So right here, let's get into the top 10 reasons or top or 10 reasons given why people end up in sexless marriages and sexless relationships. So you ready? Let's get through these first five issues. Number one, You can't even talk about sex anymore that's a big one because if you can't even talk about it most likely you probably can't even do it so what happens you start to drift apart slowly over time but it happens number two stress so if you feel that that there that there is a lot of things going on in your life right now and it's out of control and you're trying to control it but it's just not working all that stress is going to build up, and I can tell you, stress is a definite sex killer. Sex, it's it's a desire killer. It's a libido killer. It just is. Number three, you may have mismatched libidos. So, for example, out of a hundred, if she is on a eighty and her husband's on like a thirty, they're going to miss each other. And on the flip side, let's say that he's on a 75, and she's on a 15, they're going to miss each other. See, so that's my phrase again, like you're missing each other. There's no connection there sexually, and that can be a big problem. Number four, mental health issues. Yes, I I can agree with this one wholeheartedly. Sometimes, I mean, just, just in the way that this society is going right now, and The amount of of depression that's out there and the amount amount of anxiety that's out there, I can completely understand not being interested in sex. I mean, think about it. If we turn on the news sometimes, or not even just turn on the news, just just turn on the television and it's some breaking news. It's like, come on, again or whatever? You know what I mean? So, yeah, so there is a lot of reasons why people are not having sex and it's people are are just depressed and and, and they are anxious And at the same time, I got to mention this, too. For those of you who got treatment for, you know, for your depression and for your anxiety, sometimes the medication that you are taking can have have a negative impact on your sexual health. Please keep that in mind. And number five, you hit a rough patch in your relationship. It happens. Sometimes you're, you're arguing and fighting more than you are laughing with each other. And that builds up resentment. You know, so no matter how much makeup sex you have, or you probably won't even even have makeup sex. See what I'm saying here? So that resentment builds up, and and there's no sex right there. So those are one through five. Okay, just to finish out six through ten, number six, you you may notice that your partner is being overly critical of you for whatever reason. And they're not even offering advice. They they're just criticizing you and to the point where like they're putting you down. And one one of the most important things in a marriage is acceptance, accepting the person for who they are. But if they're going to criticize you for whatever reason, who's going to want to have sex with that? I mean, there's there's no desire there at all. Number seven, unreal expectations about sex. And granted, I'm, I'm a quote unquote sex expert. I'm, I'm in this field since 1995. And it's like, I can say for myself, I'm out of 10 every night. <laughs> you know, it's, it's damn near impossible. To, it's impossible to do. You may not see the stars and, and the fireworks and shit every freaking night. But if that's what you expect and you don't get it, well, you know what, I don't wanna have sex anymore, screw it. That was only like a 9.5, screw it. I want a 10 or 11, AKA spinal tap. But come on now, that's that's an unreal expectation about sex. It just truly is. Um, Number eight, performance anxiety. Because truth be told, if you feel that you cannot perform, in many cases, you're not even going to, a, to attempt to have sex. It's like, why even bother? So I might be willing to do it. So therefore, no one's having sex. Number nine, scared to suggest new things in the bedroom. And I mentioned this the other day in our Facebook group, because if you're not in our Facebook group, you really should come on over because we're having some interesting conversations in that group. And with that said, um, it's just you're waiting for your partner's reaction. So, for example, if you suggest something and your partner's like, cool, let's try that. Okay, let's get some spice going. Or on the flip side, if they're like, ew, that's gross. I'm pretty sure you will never suggest anything else again in the bedroom. Don't yuck my young. That's the old quote from the the 90s, rather. But still, mm -mm, that has a profound impact on someone's sexuality, and, and also their fantasies. And number 10, you become bored of each other. Early on, it was great. You guys are swinging from the chandeliers probably a couple times a day or at least weekly or whatever, or daily. And then it, it turned into the same old, same old, which, which kind of goes back to spicing it up. But it's, like, it's almost like you stopped being curious, and therefore your sex life died. So those are 10 possible reasons or causes for a a sexless marriage. With all of that said, my question is this. Can a sexless relationship or a sexless marriage survive? And the easy answer is yes. Yes, they can. Granted, 60% of people in this country feel that they're being sexual and having sex is very important to them, For some, but for some people it may not be. For example, if both people have very low libidos and if we're talking like a scale here of, of one to 100 and they're both down them on a 10, they'd probably be just fine because they're both not really interested in having sex. Also, let's say um, a health issue comes up and you're married. And some, some people may want to stay in that because the old quote is, you know, for better for, or or worse. In this case, it's worse. So they so they will hang in there, with the hope is that their sexuality or their sexual health may come back over time. And if it doesn't, it's okay because their love is strong. And sex, you know, that's just how it is for for them. That that's fine. And number three, some couples may value other areas. Of their marriage or relationship more than their sexuality so for some people if you ask them oh yeah sex is like like one of the top five reasons why you know we're together or something for them sex could be down like around 20 and they may not place that much importance on it and for them that works but my broader question coming back like full circle is Will this work for everybody? And more specifically, will this work for you? So what happens if staying in a sexless marriage isn't going to work for you? And of course, if you are sexually mismatched in your libido, that's one of the more easier reasons to see. But what happens... If the sexlessness is a symptom of other issues and problems in your relationship or in your marriage, which could lead to infidelity or one of the partners asking for an open relationship or an open marriage, then what do you do? So in closing out this podcast, just to keep it real, I can admit that I was in a sexless marriage, um, and and the odd part is both of us had our PhDs in human sexuality, um, and both now I forgot both of us also had our our master's degree in human sexuality, so so yeah we were both sex experts and we were not having sex, but that was a symptom of other issues in our in our short in our short marriage. But anyhow, so for those of you who know me, I try to end on a positive note and give some solutions. So once again, I'm going to try that here. It may not work, but I'm still going to try it. So in that same article, they mentioned, try, try to go back and think about when you guys stopped having sex or when the sex started to slow down. What was the trigger? What was going on during that time? Was it stress? Was it um, some sort of a mental health issue going on, which all could be triggers and actually cause and get you on and set you off on that slippery slope to the point where now you're not having sex at all. And also, don't forget. And as you're doing that, please talk about sex. And for guys, many cases, be clam up quick. But this is one one circumstance you may want to just try to open up and keep and keep the conversation avenues open and listen and communicate back and forth because if it's just a one-way street it's not going to work and the problem won't how can I put it Uh, the problem just won't get fixed by itself and number three you may have to make time for each other and if you have to schedule sex go ahead and do it it's not romantic but you know what at least you're getting some. And also, at least you're having sex. And you may get that ball rolling again, quote-unquote snowballing. Well, not really snowballing, but you know what I mean. Get, get the ball rolling again so so that you can now start to enjoy your sexuality again. And also, this is very important. People don't think about this. If it gets to a certain point and or if, if you think it's already there, you may have to seek out sexual therapy. And I actually happen to know a few really good sexual therapists or my friends up in Philadelphia. But still, seek out sexual therapy. You you have to find a therapist that works for you and for your issue. Because there could be other underlying issues that actually cause you guys to stop having sex in the first place. So that's just some food for thought. On that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned. I'll talk to you soon.